past, he created the most frightening film ever made. Then, he took his unique vision of terror one step further. Now, George A. Romero takes us out of the night, beyond the dawn, and into the darkest day of horror the world has ever known. Day of the Dead. There have to be survivors in Washington. Oh, my. They have more sophisticated shelters than this one. There have to be people in those shelters who know about us, who know where we are. With no radio contact, they'll come looking for us. I said shut up! They can be tricked into being good little girls and boys. The same way we were tricked into it. On the promise of some reward to come. What the fuck is wrong with you people? They're dead! They're fucking dead, and you want to teach them tricks? They have to be rewarded, Captain. Why else will they do what we want them to do? I don't want them to do anything but drop Everybody, Horror Guy Keenan here from ConRadio.com. Want to welcome you back to another exciting, terrifying episode of the Everyday is Halloween podcast. It's May. Nothing very Halloweeny happens this month, and I mean nothing. Ever since I've been doing this show for Bloody Disgusting uh, and onwards, May has always been the worst. Um, we might get a Conjuring movie here and there. I know that Conjuring Two comes out in June. So, you know, they drop those relatively early, but it's it's kind of the dead season. So uh, I got a little treat for you guys uh, later in the episode. But for right now, let's just jump right into the news. Live Snapchat horror film Sick House starring Andrea Rossette and Sean McDonald. Uh, if any of those names sound remotely familiar to you, that's because they are super awesome snapchat youtube stars i guess apparently that's a thing these days um it's available right now to pre-purchase on uh vimo's site and will be available june 1st but uh basically this movie looks like another grab for just teenage culture man it's it hurts it's just a bunch of kids making snapchats videos and editing them together oh my god did you hear that did you see that what's going on that looks fucking scary um I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really judge it too much myself. 
but from what I got sent by the press, uh, it looks pretty god-awful. But if you're a Snapchat junkie and under the age of 12, you might enjoy this movie, so uh, look for that June 1st. The Puppet Master series is getting a reboot. Uh, the company behind 1408 and Transformers pegged Bone Tomahawk director S. Craig Zalhar to write the first script entitled Puppet Master The Littlest Reach. Uh, Charles Band will executive produce. Very excited for this. Um, Charles has been putting out the Puppet Master films probably since I was a kid. and Or since I was a kid. And uh, that was kind of like my real introduction to horror. Uh, you know, I mean, I've seen all the classic movies and the Freddies and Jasons and stuff like that. But it wasn't until I was handed a box of indie horror films from my uncle in Pittsburgh. And he said, just watch these. And it was like Pumpkinhead, Puppet Masters, a lot of the Dark Castle stuff. Uh, and that kind of really broadened my horizons of horror. So Puppet Master has kind of this little uh, this love in my heart for it. So I'm really excited to see that they're taking Puppet Master in a whole new direction. And they just released a... Um, a poster, uh, very very teaser posterish, but it looks very retro style, and I really like that look. So I hope that we get a more gritty gritty entry into the Puppet Master series. Shane Black, director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was a great film and a not so great film, Iron Man Three, uh, is back at it again. He'll be taking over the reins of The Predator, which shoots this October. It's due out March 2018, so we got quite a while. Whether or not they're going to put subtle hints in this new alien film coming out for this predator movie or vice versa who knows but i think it'd be a stupid decision on fox's part not to kind of tease each you know franchise in each movie because come on that just prints money right so look forward to that very soon uh or not so soon i guess 2018 is quite a ways away so uh keep your breath held tight for that one Oh, it seems like it was only yesterday that Slender Man was terrorizing kids and adults on social media alike on the interwebs. Uh, well, it looks like Sony's looking to develop a Slender Man film uh, this fall, actually, uh, with screenplay by David Burke. Now, if you guys don't remember, Slender Man was kind of a made-up meme contest thing uh, that got kind of popular and people kind of made their own background stories to his life and where he comes from and it's kind of a cool like little like birthing of a community like what really scares you um there's been slenderman games uh there's been some stories like published stories this will be the first uh real movie other than the mockumentary that came out a year or two ago so that would be cool to see slenderman in theaters i hope they kind of give him more story than he just kind of shows up in the woods when you look away i don't know how many black mirror fans do i have out there yeah, everybody stopped watching after that first episode, right? <laughs> well, for you hardcore fans that completed Black Mirror and watched the Christmas special that aired not too long ago on Netflix, Netflix is uh, funding more episodes, uh, and they actually snagged 10 Cloverfield Lane director Dan Trachtenberg uh, to do the next episode of Black Mirror, which is very cool. And if you guys don't know uh, Dan, he's very good friends with J.J. Abrams, obviously worked for Bad Robots 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, you know, he's kind of that next director kind of slowly stepping up there and to see him taking on a very dark project like Black Mirror uh, excites me. And the cool thing about Black Mirror, if you have not watched it, jump on Netflix, add it to your instant queue right now. Black Mirror is Twilight Zone for the 21st century, um, where it doesn't really capture the uh, dark essence and twists as the as like Twilight Zone did. This is more of a modern age uh, storytelling where you know everything that could go wrong does go wrong uh, with te technology and things that we 
uh, create today, and it's a very, you know, social commentary type of show. So definitely add that. It's a UK television series. Uh, uh, definitely, definitely watch that one. Invincible Pictures will be putting out Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers on July 29th. This film stars Kevin's daughter, um, Harley Quinn Smith, and Kevin's, or I guess Johnny Depp's daughter as well, which they're against their childhood friends, and Kevin said, hey, I have gold sitting right here. What can I make that can make these girls stars and make me money? Oh wait, let me just do Clerks again, but a horror version where they fight a giant bratwurst man. Kevin's been smoking a lot of dope lately. Uh, you know, I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw Tusk, uh, but it was very out there. Had a very good setting, beautifully filmed. Um, the execution at the end, a little rocky. Well, apparently he's having a Canadian trilogy of some sorts where he's doing Tusk, then Yoga Hosers, uh, and then Moose Jaws is the third film in his little horror project, and it's Jaws with a moose. So someone's funding these films. Obviously, this company, uh, Invincible Pictures, is putting out Yoga Hosers and is giving it uh, sort of a kind of wide release uh, in theaters, but I'm expecting this thing to hit on demand and come out very quickly just to grab whatever money he can to finish this little horror project. Now, if you guys don't remember, Kevin Smith made a horror film quite some time ago, right after his VSQ movies. Uh, no, not Jersey Girl. Uh, it was called Red State, and it premiered on. It didn't premiere on Netflix, but eventually got out on Netflix, and I think that's where more people watched it. Uh, and it kind of, it was actually true uh, intensity and, and scares, and it just it it was it had a very epic ending that kind of got cut short, and still even with what they had, uh, still really kind of you know hit close to home with you know the I guess you know very podunk redneck views on Christianity and, and the Bible. So, it, you know, it's very creepy on that essence. These films, they're they're giant rubber monsters just to be giant rubber monsters. Now, I don't say that's a bad thing. I'm a huge giant rubber monster fan. Um, but I feel like more, more dark love could be given to these films that Kevin just kind of glosses over. Uh, he's going to be here at Megacon in uh, the end of this month. So I'm going to try and talk to him on the show and, uh, you know, ask a little bit more about those those specific Canadian horror trilogy that he's working on. So we'll, we'll see what's up with that. We're already done with news already? Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Atlanta will be the home of the new filming location for Zombieland 2, which starts this summer. Uh, nobody's cast as of yet. Uh, now, especially since, you know, we've seen these stars from the first Zombieland kind of, you know, soar from... Uh, you know, great shows like True Detective. I know Emma Stone's been doing a billion things. You know, you got Lex Luthor in there. Uh, yeah, we won't talk about that one. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I guess they had this new Zombieland coming out. Now, wouldn't it be the first time they've tried to add a sequel, kind of, for this? I don't know if any of you remembered the Zombieland television series that Amazon was pitching. Which they, they pretty much just uh, recasted Tallahassee and all those characters. And it was pretty god-awful. You can't, ca- you can't recast those characters. They were just too perfect for their own good. So hopefully uh, Sony will do the right thing and recast all those same guys and have just continue their journey. I want to see what's happening with them. I don't care about other people. I mean, it's already fared awfully awful for The Walking Dead, which I've been trying to watch. Uh, oh, God, what's it? Fear the Walking Dead, the first two episodes of season two, gave the entire first season a huge chance. And, uh, you know, it kind of... 
it bored me a lot. <laughs> but you know, it kind of caught me here and there, and I was like, alright, it was a rocky first season, I'll give it that. Started the second season, and it's kids swimming around with zombies. You know, you see a zombie floating towards you, you have a lot of time to swim away. Somehow, this kid does not. But I guess you could blame the trucks for that one. But anyways, yeah, it's just, it's not good. You know, stick with your main characters. I love the Walking Dead TV series. Uh, I started with the original comics. I, I got to know those characters. Those are the characters I want to watch. Watch Fear the Walking Dead's, watch, I'm calling this now. Watch their numbers tank. And then Norman Reedus will leave that show and show up in the other show. And that's the only way they'll get ratings to keep that show in the air. Watch, I'm calling it right now. Uh, so yeah, Zombieland 2, coming to a theater near you sometime in the future. Did you ever have a, a tape or a record that you really enjoyed and, you know, you were like, oh, well, you know, times are changing, CDs are out, MP3s are out, I'm just going to get rid of this, and eventually I'm sure I'll find that, that song here and there in the future. And you don't. You never find the artist that made that song, even with today's technology and the internet, you can't remember the name of it. Um, well that happened to me. I had a great, awesome Halloween CD that I had uh, in my, my, my early teen years called New Wave Halloween, Just Can't Get Enough. And I thought this CD was lost forever. And I'm talking, it has uh, Oingo Boingo, Ramones, Misfits, uh, Sonic Youth, Dead Kennedys, like really, really good bands. And it was a Halloween album. And I, that's, I think it was like the, it kind of like paved the way for my, my horror love. And there was a cover of the Halloween theme on there that I loved so much. And I could never remember the name of the band. And I finally figured it out. It's MX80. And apparently it's a father and son project. And they only made this one song. Hence why I can never find anything on it. But this is the redone version of the theme from Halloween. So I hope you guys enjoy this. And we'll be back with something special.
See, that was a pretty groovy tune. I wouldn't steer you guys wrong. Uh, cool. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, let's do some uh, horror in your home. Uh, this is the Blu-ray release section. Uh, Blu-ray and DVD, uh, mainly Blu-ray. doesn't really matter. Whatever's going to be on demand and coming to you this month in May. Let's just start off with it. Bite, which looks like a disgustingly gross horror film from Screen Factory, is now available everywhere. Uh, check out this indie horror right from your home on video on demand or pick it up straight from Screen Factory's website. Uh, we also have Independence Day. Yeah, Independence Day, ID4, comes out May 3rd, finally, if you wanted that. If you've been clamoring to have Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith on beautiful 1080p, now you can get it. Uh, Deadpool, which I wouldn't really consider a horror film, but is very gory. Uh, The Boy, which eh, was kind of a letdown. And a re-release of Tom Cruise and Tim Curry's Legend uh, all comes out on May 10th on Blu-ray. The Witch, or The Vich, however you want to say it, uh, that's getting put out on May 17th. And we also have Manhunter from Screen Factory uh, on May 24th, along with The Burbs. Uh, you can check that out right now on Netflix streaming. Um, but The Burbs, to have it, you know, it's not going to be on Netflix forever, so definitely try and pick that one up. Well, in a second, buddy. Uh, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies uh, is hitting uh, Blu-ray May 31st, uh, along with The Neon Demon. So, uh... I didn't really get a chance to go out and check out Pride President Zombies, but uh, I've heard good things, so look forward to that soon. So there you have it, that's your physical horror. Now let's look at horror that's streaming this May on Netflix. Uh, we have Starry Eyes, uh, which I have not seen, heard good things about. Goosebumps, which I was not a very big fan of since I really enjoyed the original Goosebumps um, books. Not so much the TV series, I enjoyed kind of the straight to TV movies that was like The Haunted Mask. Those were kind of fun, but the show itself kind of fell flat. I always enjoyed uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark just a little bit more. Uh, so Goosebumps became kind of corny to me, and I was hoping that this Goosebumps movie would kind of kind of bring the scares back to kids. And it's it there's hardly any real monsters. Like the monsters that are in it are just like a big bug, and it's the abominable snowman from Pasadena. And I don't know. I kind of wanted more of a slappy haunted mask killer pumpkins feel to the movie uh but that's going to be out on uh on netflix uh mid mid may uh the hollow uh is out right now which you can definitely check out uh, hush is there and if you have a shutter account i plead you to get check out we are still here which is a very fantastic film uh streaming right now on shutter's uh new application so uh that's all the horror for may uh i hope you guys can watch something really freaking spooky this month now i'd just like to give a special shout out to uh one of my favorite sponsors dark candles uh they've always been great at hooking us up with some really great scents uh they just sent out a halloween care package that had haunted hayride halloween freshly carved pumpkin really great smells uh and they have some kiki candles for spring and summer right now that look really cool and have some really unique and interesting scents so definitely jump over to dark candles right now uh grab a promo code i think they have it right on their page uh if not i know spring is one that you can definitely enter right now to get uh a little bit of a discount on there so definitely check out darkcandles.com and we'd like to thank them for always promoting everyday's halloween and just being a really great uh great sponsor so I gotta admit, Rob Zombie's new album is definitely growing on me. The Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser released in 2016 of May. Or the end of April. I don't really know. But it's been out. It's pretty great. 
Um, really cool vinyl. Check it out. Uh, you know, if you have any kids, don't open up the flap because it's kind of kind of dirty. If you listen to last month's episode where we had uh, a certain uh, species doing a certain thing in a certain aircraft. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really fun stuff. Uh, I like that Rob's kind of going out there with this one. So I'm going to give you another track that I thought you guys would really enjoy. Uh, this one is The Hideous Exhibitions of a Dedicated Gore Whore. Wow, you fucking whore. What fucking are you whore. What are you whore. Whore. What are you whore. Pretty awesome track. Uh, I don't think it's an insult to be called a gore whore at all. In fact, embrace that shit. That's awesome, man. Um, so very cool. New album. Check that one out. I want to thank you guys uh, last month for writing in. I asked a question, you know, where should I go for a Halloween trip this year? Uh, you know, take Emily somewhere, somewhere interesting for Halloween. Uh, I threw out Salem, Massachusetts or go over to the New York side and do Sleepy Hollow. So it's the ever rivalry of New York versus Boston. 
and it looks like uh, Boston won. Uh, a lot of people kind of pointed that way, gave me some great directions, uh, you know, tell me which days to go, which ones are good, which ones are bad. Um, and I want to thank uh, Derek Ling, Sean Wyatt, and Darren Cook for writing in. I'll definitely send you guys something super spooky and special for uh, helping me out with that stuff. Uh, especially want to thank Darren for the videos that he sent. And uh, you know what? Stuff I'll share on the social media pages. And when I have a website very soon here, uh, and, you know, a place where I can kind of share things and we can talk it's kind of more of a community and, and, you know, really post cool stuff. So that way on the podcast, I can share everything that's been kind of worked on. Uh, but that's a slow uphill climb uh, building this website, especially since it's like got another website being built for another podcast for the Space Dragon podcast, which is like the comic sci-fi uh, video game podcast. If you're in that kind of stuff, check out Space Dragon com and as always definitely check out all of the great uh podcasts we hear of on uh, conradio.com uh everything from wrestling to gaming to comics to comic-con anything that you want they're there of course this is the the horror section uh so try and keep that thing alive go to that website uh conradio.com and play some podcasts uh subscribe Go crazy, if you will. Uh, you'll be amazed at how many podcasts you subscribe to, and then within the next couple of days, how many episodes you get daily. So that way your rides to work, to and from work, are not very boring. Um, so yeah, all right. So I also want to get into one last thing uh, before I personally go, um, is that I want to give you guys a look into old horror radio. Yes, that's right. Uh, back in the day, uh, really great actors like Bill Lugosi or uh, Boris Karloff would sit down and do these old radio shows in the 50s. Uh, and does that, that was our way of scaring the bejeebus out of you without you uh, really needing to see a movie or anything. Uh, so I have one on this today. It's called Death of a Robbery. An actor, uh, Boris Karloff, is best known for his work in horror films like Frankenstein and the Mummy, but he had the chops to perform on radio as well. In this episode of Lights Out, he plays a scientist whose specialty is bringing creatures back from the dead. He robs death from animals, hence the title. When his wife unexpectedly passes, he tries to scientifically uh, bring her back, and you can tell that that probably doesn't really work out very well. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I uh, look forward to talking to you guys in June. Hope to have a little bit more information and, and news for you guys, and uh, maybe we'll have the website up by then. <laughs> maybe not. But you'll see then. Uh, so stay scary and enjoy this creepy show. The Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, made by Eversharp, manufacturers of Eversharp Schick Injector Razors and Blades, and famous Eversharp Precision Writing Instruments. Hideous things come out of the darkness to prowl the tortured earth. Evil hands stretch forth to seize. Evil eyes are watching. Unholy voices whisper and quarrel in the fearful silence. Death stalks. Loathsome, horrible death. Dare you put out your lights and listen to Boris Karloff in a story of horror in the deepening darkness? Dare you listen to... Lights Out! (laughs) 
I'm glad you brought up the question of ethics, Ed. Sometimes I think science is too ethical. Stands in the way of research. I don't know, David. Take your work, for example. It's wonderful, but you have to be very cautious. I think working with monkeys is about as far as you should go right now. Oh, but Ed, David is past that stage. Why not show Ed the one you worked on today, darling? If you'd like to see it, Ed, it's right in the lab. Yes, I would. I saw it last night after you injected the poison. Uh, I'll get it, David. Thank you, dear. It's in the second cage. Mm, Ruth's a wonderful girl, David. Must be a big help to you in your work. Don't know what I'd do without her. But if she ever gets too interested in pure science, <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm I'm lock her out of the lab and just make her go back to being a wife. <laughs> How do you find time for a wife? Now, look here. All you practicing surgeons think the research man is a machine. Not me, Ed. Ruth means more to me than all the discoveries I might make. Her happiness is all I live and work for. Well, I can't say that I blame you. She's a very charming person. Ah, here he is. Same one you saw last night, Ed. Stone dead. And there he is, just as healthy and alive as any other monkey. Why, it's amazing, David. Naturally, I've followed all the experiments along this line, but you seem to have progressed much farther. David can't go any farther with animals. He's ready for the next step, and he can do it. Well, I'm all for research, David, but you have a moral obligation in this sort of thing. How do you know it'll work with human beings? Oh, you're a surgeon yourself, Ed. You know that human beings are animals just like all the subjects I've used. I know it'll work. Well, knowing it won't get you far with society... You'll have to submit proof. I know that. And I've tried every way I can think of to get a human being to demonstrate on. He's tried insane asylums, penitentiaries, everywhere. No one will listen to me. Well, in a way, you can't blame them. Even to me, with my training, the idea seems, well, blasphemous. My dear Ed, you can't stop scientific progress because of a so-called moral concept. Besides, what could be less blasphemous than a triumph over death? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't see it that way, I wouldn't want to try it on me. When I'm dead, I want to stay dead. Oh, that's foolish, Ed. Well, if I die first, I want David to use me for a subject. Ruth, don't look so startled, Ed. She's always been my strongest supporter. But I'm not going to use her as a subject. I like her too well as a wife. <laughs> Still, it gives me the shivers to hear you talk that way, Ruth. Well, why? I've seen David's work grow to where the technique is perfect. Before long, his experiments will be recognized by the whole medical world. And if I can help him achieve that goal, I'm willing to do anything. Living or dead. I mean it. said she wanted to do it, Ed, living or dead. David, you're surely not going to hold her to that. Not now. Of course I am. She meant it. But I called you over here tonight, Ed, because I need help. Don't tell me that. That I want you to help me bring Ruth's... To bring her here? That's exactly what I mean. David... Will you help me? Or must I bribe some stranger? David, why don't you give this thing up? It's... it's inhuman. Ed, if I succeed, I'll have Ruth back. 
Don't you see how much it means? Well, yes, if you're successful. Oh, I've no doubt about that. Look, I've got my laboratory record. 714 times I've performed the experiment on guinea pigs, rabbits, monkeys. 714 times it's been successful. Don't you see? But, David, this is no laboratory experiment. Ruth was your wife. She is my wife. The only woman I ever loved. That's why I want to bring her back here and start her breathing and living again. There's an ugly name for what you're asking me to do, David. I know. Grave robbery. But there's a better name for it, Ed. Death robbery. We'll rob old man death. Kick the door shut. Uh, on the operating table. I must say you are completely equipped. It's surgery, just as well as a lab. Everything we need is here. There. Well, it's done. Not yet. You mean you want me to stay? Ed, listen. Ever since Ruth... Well, I guess I've leaned on you for everything. I won't ask you to stay, but I do need you. Just a little longer. All right, David. I'll stay. Ruth will be the first to thank you when we succeed. David, I'll always doubt this until I see Ruth living, breathing, smiling again. It won't be long. Just a matter of 15 or 20 minutes. If nothing happens. What will you do if your operation doesn't work? Then you'll have just one more job to do as my friend. And that? will be to bury both of us. Oh, now, look, David. If Ruth isn't alive again within a few minutes, I'll have lost her forever. And I'll have proved that my whole life's work is useless. I'll have reason enough to use any of a dozen tricks that any good surgeon knows. End the whole business. Oh, but don't look so horrified, Ed. We won't fail. Let's begin. I should remind you once more, David, that you're usurping powers that belong to God Almighty. I like to think... That providence has wisely held back the knowledge of things like this until we knew how to use them. And I know how. Hand me that large beaker. All right. I'm not going to back out on you, David. What shall I do? Do. You'll work as you haven't worked in surgery before. Thank heavens I've got your skill on my side. Now then, first strap this bigger manometer on her arm. I just happened to think of something. Keep moving. This is all a matter of timing. Yeah, but, David... Here are your instruments. I want the incision right here where I'm shaving the hair. Make a small incision just at the fontanelle while I prepare the solution. David, have you considered... Please work fast. But Dave, what? She was embalmed, you know. Of course I know that. I have something to replace the blood and, and counteract the fluid. It's ghastly. Finish the cut. I know what I'm doing. Well, that's all for the incision, but... After all... That'll work, nice. Now cut away the dura mater. Entirely? Leave the brain exposed? Yes, yes, I'll fix that. I've done it 700-odd times. Well, this is no guinea pig or monkey. Well, I hardly need reminding. Sorry. What's that? A compound I've synthesized myself. What is it? I call it digamma-paradiamine. Oh, I know that isn't chemically correct. But it's as close as I can get to it. I knew that something like it must exist. It took three years to track it down. 
took me that long to make the first drop of it. You know what you're doing, all right? Yes, I do. Now then, if you're finished, take the leads from that storage battery there and attach the positive to the silver plate on the shelf. Put that at her feet. I feel as if I were doing something unholy. Place the tip of the negative in the incision you made in the skull. Be sure the tip of the wire actually... actually penetrates the pyre martyr. David, what if you bring her back? I will bring her back. But what if you bring her back and find she comes back without her soul? What? Her soul? Yes. You're a surgeon... And you believe in a soul? Well, I hesitate to say there is no such thing. You've seen a good many deaths, haven't you? Have you ever seen any evidence that the soul escapes at death? Perhaps I couldn't recognize the evidence. Put it this way, then. If there is any soul, it either leaves the body or stays with it at death. Now, no reputable surgeon or physician has ever been able to report the slightest evidence of the soul's having left the body. So the soul, if there is a soul, must stay with the body, a part of it. I'm ready now. If you've finished. Everything's set. Good. Close that switch then at the battery. Watch the meter and keep the current between plus and minus five of 150. There's a rheostat on the edge of the table. All right? All right. Now, I'm going to inject 10 cc's of adrenaline in the brachial artery. Adrenaline? Adrenaline and something else. There. God, she's beautiful, Ed. Yes. She was. She is. You'll see her in a few minutes, just as she was. I wonder what you'll have to tell us. Nothing. Death is only a transcendental sleep. Do you really believe that, dear? Oh, well, what's the difference? How's the current? Well, let's see. What? Let's jump to 180. Good. Bring it back to 150. That's the result of the injection. On a dead body? <laughs> Let's say suspended animation. There are still a few things in surgery you don't know, aren't there? I never dreamed of a reaction like that. I'll show you more. Help me swing this lamp over here. But... Let the ammeter go. It'll hold steady for a minute now. But if I jump again... No, it won't. I've been all through this before. The reactions are exactly the same as the others. Well, this lamp... X-rays? No, it's a modification of the cathode ray. And just another of my developments. I call these atheta rays. Why do you call them that? Well, most rays are named for the first few letters in the Greek alphabet. Alpha, beta, gamma, and so on. Well, that explains theta. Didn't you say atheta? Yes. But theta was called the letter of death by the ancient Greeks. Well, that's right. It was the first letter in the word thanatos. Death. Yeah, I see. A theta without death. <laughs> Maybe I was too sentimental. Maybe. At least human for once. Let's not argue. Here goes the ray. Now, quickly. The solution. Inject it? No, pump it. I built this pump especially for it. There's the pump switch, Ed. Here? Yeah. Turn it on and watch the ammeter. Okay. Jumping. How far? 155. Let it go. 160. 170. Hold it there. It'll stay there now. Listen carefully. Yes. As soon as I turn off the pump, I want spigmo readings. But there won't be any blood pressure. Wait and see. 
Give me a reading each time I ask for it and take them carefully. Are you ready? This is fantastic. I'm ready. Okay. Reading. Systolic zero. Diastolic zero. That's all right. It'll take a few seconds. Now. Forty. Diastolic. Hurry. Zero. My orbit valve is still open. I'll turn off the ray. Reading. Forty-eight. Over forty-two. David, not yet. Now the stopwatch. Seven seconds after I say go, I want the systolic. Now you have it? Right. Ready. Now, go. Sixty. Go. Just what it should be. Lord, look at my hand. I don't wonder. Ruth, darling, just a few more minutes. All right, Ed. Now the ray again. We'll know the answer very soon. The second act of Lights Out, starring Boris Karloff, will follow in just a moment. But now, listen to the sweetest shaving song ever written. Push, pull, click, click. Changes blades that quick. Push, pull, click, click. With the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, yes, it clicks for men everywhere. Because the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor is the world's one and only razor with the automatic blade changer. No blades to unwrap. Fingers never touch the blade. Just push, pull, click, click. And a keen new blade is automatically locked in correct shaving position instantly. It clicks because the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor makes shaving 50% faster, 100% safer, 200% smoother. Just try the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor for one week. See for yourself the difference. It's a $1.75 value. Special now, only $1.25, complete with 20 blades. For the shave of your life, the rest of your life, Switch to an Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. Get yours tomorrow. Push-pull, click-click. Buy an Eversharp Schick. How long do you use the ray this time, David? Not long. Give me a reading. 68. Over 67. Now. 70. Diastolic. 68. Now. David. 118. 76. Close. Now. 120. That's it. 80. The stethoscope. Quick. 
Listen. normal, pulse just a tiny bit fast, and the reflex is slow, but apparently all right. David, I... I feel I must apologize to you. Apologize? Why? Well, for doubting you, I suppose. <laughs> You'll learn to believe me. Very calm in the face of all this. Do you realize that you've performed a miracle? A miracle? I brought my wife back to me, as I promised her. It's... it's an unholy thing, but... But we've conquered death. Is that unholy? We have conquered death. May God forgive us. She'll only wait now. How long has she been asleep? Let me see. Eleven hours. Hasn't spoken at all? Not since that first scream, when she fell asleep. Have you given her anything? Just a few drops of brandy. Have you tried to wake her? No, but I think I'll try now. Oh, wait a minute before you do. Why? Well, I hate to keep harping on this business about a soul, David... I realize this is no place for a philosophic discussion, but I can't help wondering why Ruth screamed when she first came back to life. I think there's a logical explanation. After all, it must have been a physical shock. Well, that's true. It must also be true that there was a great mental shock involved. I think that's why she screamed, and I'm wondering whether there's been a permanent effect on her mind. Or, as I prefer to think of it, her soul. Oh, you're simply borrowing trouble, Ed. I've never seen any sign of permanent damage in my other experiments. Don't forget that Ruth was a human being. Well, there's only one way to find out. I'm going to wake her. You're, you're not afraid? Afraid? Of what? Ruth. Ruth. Wake up, darling. Ruth, dear, it's David speaking. Wake up, dearest. Ruth. Ruth. Look out. Darling. No wonder it's scared a poor girl. Ruth, it's it's David, dear. I kept my promise and you're alive again. Oh, you're all right, honey. It's David, you're you're Ruth. You'd better go out for a little exercise now. I'll stay here with her. I'll stay while you go out and walk around a bit. You've been there with her since 8 o'clock last night without any let-up. Go on, I'll stay. Ed. I know, old boy. I'd give anything myself if we could undo what we've done, but... Ed, what could I do? Well, there may be something. Let's try an experiment when she wakes up again. What kind of an experiment? Well, let's see if we can talk to her, get her to say anything. If we can get a flicker of intelligence, maybe we can teach her, build up from a small fragment... Maybe it might work. I'm going to wake her up and try it. Well, not now. Why don't you take a walk? Relax a little. And get something to eat while you're out. Eat? I can't eat. I'm going to wake her. Ruth. Ruth. David, 
Why not let her sleep? She's waking up now. Ruth. Hello, Ruth. Are you waking up? Poor child. Poor child. There, she repeats after me. A little. Maybe it will work, Ed. Ruth. Ruth. David. It works. Seems to. Ruth, say I want a glass of water. Seems to. <laughs> I want a glass of water. water. It's too long for a... Ruth. Say, Ruth. Ruth. Loves. Loves. David. David. <laughs> Ruth loves David. Ruth loves David. Ruth loves David. Ruth loves David. It's working, Ed, maybe. But what is she thinking? I don't know. No, no. Ruth, stop it. Stop it. Wait a minute, old man. Ruth loves David. Too much for you, tired as you are. Go on out and take a little walk, and I'll work with her for a while. Stop. Your nerves won't take much of this. I guess you're right, Ed. I can't think anymore. I'll be right there. Fine, fine. I'll take good care of her and see what I can find out. Be patient. Don't worry. I will. And you get something to eat while you're out. All right, I'll try. Poor guy, this is really rough on him. Rough on him! Ruth! Ruth! We're kidding ourselves. There's nothing there. She's a parrot. Parrot! Never mind, Ruth. Ruth! Put down that scalpel! Scalpel! You'll hurt yourself! Ruth! Stay away! Don't put it down! Think of David! Say what happened. Ruth. Scalpel. I'll get something and fix you right up. Wait. No use. Now look. Doctor. Artery. No hope. Ed. All right, Doctor. Your diagnosis is correct. A minute or two left. Ruth's hiding. Watch out. No, no soul. She'll kill you, too. What have I done, Ed? Everything I've done is wrong. Wonderful technique, Doctor. Congratulations. What about soul? Ed. Ed. Ruth. She's somewhere in the house. What if she gets out and a scalpel in her hands? There's been enough damage. Ruth! Ruth! Basement. I'd better take a gun. Ruth! Ruth! Wish I had more light. 
Ruth, 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 now give me that scalpel. You'll hurt yourself. Ruth. Ruth, no, David. Ruth, come back. Ruth, no, David. Come back. busy in the lab. No. No, there's nothing new. Just an experiment. No. Like so many experiments, it, it just didn't work out. <laughs> Eversharp Shake has just presented Boris Karloff in the first of the new series of mystery and terror stories, Lights Out. In just a moment, we'll tell you about next week's story. But first, no matter what kind of razor you use now, here's a challenge. There's a better, easier, faster way to shave. Eversharp Shake Injector Razor has banished forever 90% of the nuisance that makes shaving such a chore. Ends nuisance number one, no time wasted. Eversharp Schick Injector Razor has been proved at least 50% faster. Ends nuisance number two, it's safer. Patented guard bar prevents skin irritation, even under nose. Eversharp Schick shaves clean and smooth without skin irritation. Ends nuisance number three, nothing to take apart or put together. World's easiest razor to clean. Just rinse, shake, put away. Ends nuisance number four, no blades to unwrap. Fingers never touch the blade. Just push-pull, click-click. Because Eversharp Shick's the world's one and only razor with the automatic blade changer that locks a keen new blade, the world's sharpest blade, in correct shaving position instantly. Yes, it's 50% faster, 100% safer, 200% smoother. So, for the world's quickest, easiest, cleanest shave... Change to Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. It's a $1.75 value, but special now for only $1.25, complete with 20 blades. Buy yours tomorrow. Next week, Lights Out will bring you a story about the undead, the vampires who are doomed to wander alone through all eternity, seeking the blood of innocent ones. Be sure to listen next Wednesday night at this same time. Lights Out is produced and directed by Bill Lawrence. The script is by Paul Pierce and Willis Cooper. This is Ken Niles speaking for Eversharp, manufacturers of Eversharp Chick Injector Razors and Blades, 
and famous Eversharp Precision Writing Instruments. For birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, and business gifts, remember the best gift of all is an Eversharp CA pen. Buy yours tomorrow during the sensational Eversharp CA pen sale. Buy now and save as much as 60%. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. Did he say a dollar for like 20 razors? I pay like $35 for four razors these days. What is that about? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that show. Uh, of course, I'll be back next month for more creepy, ghouly news reviews, uh, even episodes possibly of horror shows, and so much more. Uh, you can always contact me at hallowsy365 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, and we just got an Instagram. So there's no social media outlet that you are not safe from the everyday's halloween podcast thank you guys for listening and i'll see you next month stay scary